0: Well, good morning, New Creation Family Church, Springfield, Missouri. I am Pastor Kim Miller. For those of you that are going to be listening to the podcast, um, I have a good word for you today from the Holy Ghost. It's a necessary word. It's a lifelong word. And this message, I'm titling it, Remember Who You Are. And let's see here. So many Christians have forgotten who they are. We see so much worldliness going on. So many Christians conform to the culture, conform to this world. Why is that? Because they have forgotten who they are. And I think a lot of them really have never really understood who they are in the first place. You know, they, we've got to know who we are in Christ. And that just doesn't mean... I'm accepted in the beloved. I'm loved by God. And yes, we need to know that because that will affect our entire lives. It will. We need to know that. We need to know that definitely, 100%. But we need to also go beyond that and know who he's made us as a new creation in him. 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5 the wrong scripture i take that back (laughs) let me find the right scripture that's okay we won't have that is for the podcast i'm human and i made a mistake so let's fix that okay let's see here okay let me find it Uh, second corinthians 5 21 i believe that's what it is let me make sure (laughs) okay let's see 5 17 is what we're at 5 17 is what we're going to start Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now, that's a pretty familiar scripture to a lot of believers. But they don't really have that in their heart. And I don't really think they believe that, a lot of them, honestly. Because I hear so many times people saying, oh, I can't forgive someone. I just can't do it. You know, I've tried, I've tried, I've tried, I tried i tried i can not do it. See, when we try on our own strength to do something, instead of living out of our spirits, living from the inside out, we'll fail. Because we have to know who we are. It says we are a new creation. If we believe that, we'd be like, no, I've choose to forgive. And Jesus is an example I'm using that comes off the top of my head because I hear so many believers struggle with unforgiveness. Now, forgiveness isn't a feeling, it's a choice. And we, our whole Christian lives, we are to walk by faith. It says the just shall live by faith. And we think it's strange when we have to do things by faith. And that says how we're supposed to live. You know, I hear so many folks, oh man, I gotta really use my faith. Going through this hard trial. And you know, we think it's such a strange thing that we have to live by faith. And the Bible tells us that that's how we are to live. So it's not a strange thing that we have to do that. Because, you know, the Lord already told us we would. And that's the way it is. He already said that to us, you know. So we get so shocked sometimes when we have to actually live by faith. But you said that's what we would have to do, you know. So the just shall live by faith. So everything we do in our Christian walk is by faith. Okay, so I thank you, Lord, that I can forgive in Jesus' name. I choose to. I choose to let go of this and not have bitterness, resentment, or offense in Jesus' name. And I thank you that I'm free because I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. And forgiveness has no hold on me. And I've been redeemed from um sin i'm free from sin sin no longer has dominion over me the bible says now that goes for any sin see we must remember who we are you know when folks are in bondage to a sin um it starts out where they made the choice to do something the first time and then if they keep doing it keep doing it and then they become bound by it you know and i'm not saying they have they're demon-possessed or anything like that, you know. There are some times that spirits could oppress people once they've given in to sin so much, so they have to break the power of the spirits off of themselves, but the first step is repent. But um, it's just the works of the flesh. You know, you can't cast out your flesh, but you need to kill it. You need to mortify it. The Bible says, I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I that liveth, but Christ that liveth in me. And the life that I now Live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loves me and has given himself for me. So once someone um, gives in to sin, um, they they become bound by it after a while. And it's harder and harder to stop. But it's not impossible. I have a solution for those of you that have been bound by sin. First step is repent. Actually, God has a solution for you. It's not my solution, it's in the Word. First step is repent. Father, forgive me for doing such and such, for giving myself over to that. I repent. Now, you're going to struggle and fall until you get God's word in your heart about that subject. See, it's a continual renewing of your mind. Proverbs 4, verse 20. I want to go there. Let's go to Proverbs 4, verse 20. I'll just read it to you. Let me look it up on my device, and I'll just read it to you. There's a couple different translations I'm going to read it in as well. I'll start out with the King, the new King James Version. Let me find that here. 20 to 20. Probably 420 to 23. All right. So let's see. Where's my, okay. That's the King James. I wanted a new King James. Let me put the new King James in there, and we'll read it that way first. 420 to 23. All right. You're probably all, they're already waiting for me, but I'm getting there. All right. Okay. Where is that? Uh, don't they put a new King James uh, all right, I'm trying to find a new king game, and I keep not putting that in there. Let's try that again. <laughs> Sorry about that, y'all. <laughs> Twenty-two, twenty-three. All 22, right, 23. all right, here we go. All right, and every time I put it in here, I don't know why it does the wrong translation. But anyhow, I'm just going to read it like this. We'll just read it from the regular King James then, and I'll say it without the these and thous, and I'll say it in regular English. Then I want to read a couple different translations. My son, attend to my words, incline... Thine ear unto my sayings. I said I wasn't going to read the untos, but I did by mistake. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them and help to all their flesh. Keep your heart with diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. See, it says, attend to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. That takes effort. That takes diligence. We need to choose to make God's word first place in our life. That's how we get free from the bondage of sin. If you've given over to sin and you're having trouble stopping, repent, number one. Number two, begin to make God's word first place in your life. And you may struggle for a while so you get God's word in your heart. Don't give up and say this is impossible because it isn't. There's life in the word and the word of God, which is going to change. It's going to change you, but you've got to get it in your heart. You've got to make it first place in your life every day and crucifying the flesh you know jesus isn't going to do it for you The bible says for us to deny ourselves take up our cross and follow him he can't do that for us but he can help us and give us the strength as we put his word first place in our lives you know when we give his word first place his word will be the dominating force in our lives really instead of the works of the flesh and that's just the truth but it takes effort and diligence on our part, you know. And, and too many folks take this Christian walk so lightly. It does take um, serving him with all your heart and all your life. It's not just like, okay, I said a prayer and, oh, yeah, I struggle with this. I have trouble with that. Yeah, I'm human. we got to stop making excuses for our sins. This Christian walk is a walk. It says that we're slaves of righteousness. It says to be slaves of righteousness, not to sin. So we've got to decide to be all in with Jesus. That's the only way we're going to have a successful life. You know, because godliness is profitable. And if the devil tells you, you have thoughts in your mind saying, you know, this isn't getting me anywhere. Or, I don't see results. You know, that's a lie from the devil because that's what he wants you to believe. If you stick with God and his word long enough and consistently every day, you will see the result of his word in your life. Um, If you're not seeing results, you just got to stick with it every day and you have to ramp it up you may have to ramp it up and really be honest with yourself is God's word first place in my life once it begins to be that way and it's something we do daily we will begin to see the results of it the Bible says I want to read this let me see if I can remember. I don't remember where it is off the top of my head it's a very familiar scripture but for some reason I forgot where it's at so I'm gonna put it in here and find it okay let's see now I'll tell you where it is as I find it or not find it in a minute not, or not I'm gonna find it Okay. Alright, let's see where that says that. Alright, here it is. I'm gonna pull it up for you. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. It says, do not be deceived. See, if you think that you can continue on in your lifestyle of sin um, and not reap destruction from it, you're deceived. It says, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. Whatever a man sows, that's what he's going to reap. See, if you sow to the Spirit, that's how you reap. And it'll bring life and peace and blessing into your life. And you'll have the desires of your heart. God is able to bless you. See, God loves you so much that He doesn't want you to live a life of sin because He knows it destroys people. You may not feel like you're being destroyed right now. You may feel like you're having lots of fun. But that's not lasting. That's just the truth. If you believe that you're just fine the way you are in your sin, And that there's not going to be consequences. You are deceived. I didn't say that. Well, I'm saying it because the Bible says that. It says, Galatians 6, 7, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. Whatever a man sows, that's what he's going to read. So if you sow to your spirit, if you sow the word of God in your life every day, and that doesn't just mean, okay, I read my Bible today. I was a good girl or boy. That's not what it's about. It doesn't work that way. It takes diligence. Some folks, you know, however you want to do it, whatever works for you. Sometimes I'll just read one scripture and meditate about that whole scripture all day. Sometimes I'll read more than one, read a chapter or whatever, two chapters. But however works for you. But it's just not like, okay, I read my Bible today. I was so good. Woo-hoo! I did good today. Today's a good day. Hallelujah. It's meditating on it. Getting it in your heart. Thinking about it. Seeing yourself walking in it. Muttering it to yourself throughout the day. Thinking about it. Casting down sinful thoughts. This is how you give God's word first place in your life. It says, you know, give attention to my word. What are you giving your attention to, folks? Are you giving your attention more to Facebook? And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that because I'm on Facebook and I post encouraging things. But if that's coming before your time of God and your time of word, are you giving your attention to Instagram? Are you giving your time and attention to TikTok? And there's a lot of garbage on TikTok. TikTok. Tick-tack, that's, that's a myth. tick <laughs> um, There's a lot of garbage on there, but there is some good Christian things on there. And we need to be careful. But my whole point is, what are we giving most of our time and attention to? And I'm not saying you can't sit down and watch a TV program. I'm, I'm careful about what I watch or that you can't go on social media. But what I'm talking about, what is taking most of your attention? That's the direction. What takes your attention is the direction that your life will go in. What are you sowing into your life? That's how you will be led by. That's what you'll follow, whatever you give attention to. Now, it says, give attention to my word, incline your ear to my sayings. That takes diligence. That takes effort on our part. So whatever we're sowing, that's we're going to weep accordingly. When we go with God, I'm telling you, he honors those that honor him and honor his word. But we've got to decide daily. Like I said, it can't be, okay, I had a good day today and tomorrow, you know, Oh, it wasn't so good today. I mean, I'm saying, you know, we all make mistakes, we all sin, but it's time to go all in and live differently and to ramp it up and to serve God like never before. And even those of us who are serving God, there's always room for improvement. There's always where we we should always be growing and learning, always. Because if we're not continually growing, no matter how long we've been saved, something's wrong. You know, we're always growing. But it's time to ramp it up and do our part and to sow to the spirit. And there's a scripture in the Old Testament, and I'm going to find it for you. Let's see here. Okay, let's see here. All right, let's see here. All right, let me see. The scripture, I can kind of almost put it, it's talked about break up the fallow ground. Let me find that. I'm going to read it to you. This is all extra stuff that wasn't in my notes that i believe the lord is putting on my heart to share so i'm looking up where there are because i don't remember exactly where they are. yes i knew it was in hosea hosea ten twelve. 12 that's okay if you use those bible tabs because i don't remember where all that is either i'm looking it up on a device it says show righteousness for yourselves hosea ten twelve. reap the fruit of unfailing love break up your unplowed ground for it is time to seek the Lord until he comes and showers his righteousness on you. I didn't really like that translation. Let me find a different one. Okay, King James. There we go. Sow to yourselves. Not that I don't like the translation, but the main points and what I'm trying to get across is this is a better translation for that. King James. Sow to yourselves in righteousness, reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground for it is time to seek the Lord until he comes and rain righteousness on you. Sow to yourselves in righteousness. When you sow the word in your life, you're sowing to yourself because you're going to reap the benefits of that. You are. reaping mercy. You're reaping mercy. God has given you mercy. He loves you. He forgives you. He's given you mercy. When you start turning around, you'll have his mercy and doing your part. You'll have his mercy in your life. Okay? It says it's time to seek the Lord till he comes and rain righteousness on you. And we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. But this talking about experiencing that, having a holy life that meets who we are already on the inside. Do you understand that? You get what I'm saying? So you'll begin to live on the outside. And that's our theme, motto, or whatever you want to call it. we got going on here at New Creation Family Church that the Lord had given us. We teach you how to live on the outside, the new creation you're on the inside. And that's what I'm doing right now. I'm teaching you how to do that. When you sow God's word in your life every day, first place, you'll begin to live on the outside, in a new creation. You're on the inside and you will remember who you are. That's what we're talking about, remembering who you are. So let's just pray a couple minutes here. I may shut this off. We'll see. Let me just pray. We'll leave it on this recording while I pray and we're not shy about praying in the holy ghost here and praying in tongues we're not shy about that at all because we need that we need him we need to be able to pray in tongues And jesus said we need the holy spirit and all he has to offer he's here to help us live a holy life because we have him on the inside of us he empowers us as we put his word in our heart he's here to help us in every area of our lives nothing is too big and nothing is too small and i'm so thankful that we don't have to do life alone. That we don't have to do life without him. But he will only go where he's invited. He's a gentleman. And when we put God's word first place in our lives and we choose to be doers of it, that's when we give the Holy Spirit permission to work in our lives. We have to give him permission. And we do that not by the words we say, but by our actions. You know, the old saying, the proof is in the pudding. You know, the actions are really proof. That's the proof. The actions, you know, prove out. If we're for real or not, we're full of baloney, as we used to say in Jersey. I don't know. I guess you say that other places, too. But anyhow. Father, in the name of Jesus, forgive us for where we haven't been making your word first place in our lives. For those areas of our lives are just, even some of us, all around, some of us have been backslidden. Father, forgive us. And if you're one of those ones that have been backslidden, just close your eyes. In Jesus' name and, Father, I repent. I ask you to forgive me for turning my back on you. Wherever you are, talk to the Lord and repent. Make a decision that you're going to do your part to have your life changed. See, Jesus provided everything we need for life and godliness, the Bible says. But we have to cooperate with, with him. We have to cooperate with him. By being doers' word, by making decisions, by turning around. Repentance, to turn around thank you lord father i thank you lift up precious people that are turning their hearts back to you in jesus name i thank you as they make decisions to sow to their spirit you empower them by the holy spirit to live it out and I break the power of discouragement, shame, and frustration in Jesus' name. And anything, holding them back from following you the way they need to do that in Jesus' name. And for those of us, all of us, we can decide to make God's word even more first place in our life. Forgive us for areas where we know better too, Lord, in Jesus' name. We choose to make a fresh and new commitment to you today in the name of Jesus. Oh, Rabaka, Kasein da Karabasiste. And pray in the Holy Ghost every day. Jude verse 20, it builds us up. Don't be lazy about praying in the Holy Ghost either. It's so easy to just do that on and off as you go about your day. See, prayer isn't something we pick up or put down. We're always to be listening. We live in a, a lifestyle of prayer you know always listening always being conscious of his presence and we need to pray in the holy ghost your life will begin to change as you pray in the holy ghost and put his word first place in your life so father i thank you for these precious people and all these new commitments today in the name of jesus to go farther to sow to the spirit and to break up the fallow ground that hard ground In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for your love, your mercy, and your grace. You're not rejecting them or passing them out. You want them to run to you. So to come to boldly to the throne of grace to receive mercy and help in time of need. We run to the throne of grace today. In Jesus' name. Thank you for your presence here this morning. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we just love you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name. And I'm gonna shut this in a minute and I just wanna talk to the folks on the podcast. You know, uh subscribe, pass this on to help others. Um, you can go to Facebook page, New Creation Family Church, uh, slash miller outreach ministries shoot us a message let us know how this podcast has blessed you um if you're in the area and you need a good home church look us up contact us all right so um y'all have a good day and go forth stronger than before serving jesus like never before